What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Are you ready for the Grove? Because I know I am. So join Lane Kiffin and your Ole Miss football rebels at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium this fall for the 2023 season. Order tickets now to participate in the seat selection process and to explore seating options. Visit OleMissTix.com, OleMissTix.com, or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation today, 662-915-7159. For Ole Miss football season tickets, it's time again to help lock the vault. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. Welcome into Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Zach Barry at Zach underscore Barry. We both write for the Old Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, and affiliate of on three. Happy Monday, April 24, 2023. Morgan Wallen, you are not welcome back in Oxford for a long time. That's like a big deal this morning, Zach. Hey, buddy, what's up? Hey, good morning. Yeah, um, yeah it wouldn't be the first time a, a Tennessee ball came to Oxford and uh, left with their tail between their legs, but um Ooh, so yeah that's, that's that's disappointing um messed up man you can't even come Saturdays. outside and, and, and do a basic like lip sync here's <laughs> yeah, my, what i was my saying like just concert. come out just come yeah. out and go through the motions like admit that you're pretty banged up and uh you're not gonna have the, the normal stage presence but i think people would appreciate the honesty and yeah just turn the music on and just lip sync just do that we get it. You're hungover. You had a little too much fun at Oxford, but come on, man. The One of the best concerts I ever went to, me and Emily, uh, for our anniversary one year, went to Vegas and saw Britney Spears play at the Bellagio or somewhere like that. And she did not sing, Zach, not one word of any of her songs, none of them. But, man, it was awesome. It was great. She didn't have her fastball anymore, but the curveball still filthy, and Britney Spears rocked my face off without singing a single word. And you can't get out there, Morgan Wallen. People have been waiting out there all day on a Sunday. They got work on Monday. A lot of people came into town like hours away. He might just have to. Uh, he might just have to run it back and 
and eat the cost like he did in Nashville and and, and offer a free show. Wait, wait, and this just, has happened uh, before? No, so he just did a free show in Nashville because I don't think it was part of the tour that he's on. So it was like his comeback, like announcing the new album. So people lined up outside Bridgestone and basically they gave away tickets until there weren't any weren't any left. But yeah, it was free. He needs to do that. Come back. Because I think you just lost like a shit ton of fans. That's well, crappy, man. That's he, he might lose some fans for a couple weeks or so, but um yeah, I mean the pictures and everything I saw on Twitter and Instagram on Saturday, yeah. like it it looked great. Looked awesome. Um, the crowd was huge. I saw um kind of pictures from all angles and yeah it looked like it was a ton so of fun, fun and i had fun weather, i really weather did. was the weather was great um a little cold yeah it was a little dude was we, we had to we uh my, my wife moved our our raised beds over in the yard more uh more efficient spot for sunlight and um planted Lightly. a bunch of stuff in there yesterday and and then she had to cover them up because she was like i didn't check the weather and there's a freaking freeze advisory tonight so. that's what i was about to say did they not die immediately from frost I no mean, so we on. so we had some um drop cloths in uh in the attic so she took those out there last night and covered them up so that's a good, good gardening mom right there good for her oh, dude as ben as the kids would say she's in her bag with that stuff she um got that green thumb she does man our our house looks like freaking jumanji but i don't mind it oh that's fine it's better yeah, it's to, good. to live it's in a good. house that looks like Jumanji, which is great, by the way. That's a great throwback line. Um, <laughs> then to sit in the cold for Morgan Wallen to not do anything because he can't get over his hangover. Hey, buddy, man, put put some pick-me-up juice in you. Get out there and Dude. perform for the people. Do something. That sucks. I, so many people. I mean, I, I didn't realize how big of a deal it was. My sister-in-law was there uh, Sunday night, and that's how my wife found out, in which I found out. I had never heard a Morgan Wallen song, God's Honest Truth. Had not heard a Morgan Wallen song. Until this weekend, me and the wife and kids are going to Tupelo. Got to run some errands. Got to eat something nice. And, uh, you know, I knew it was a big deal in Oxford this weekend. He was coming into town. The Ole Miss Athletics Foundation had done a great job of setting it all up, getting this thing set up. Huge weekend in Oxford. Baseball weekend, too, with LSU. Number one LSU, of course. Ole Miss got swept. Good Lord. But um, I was like, you know, this is a huge weekend. I want to feel at least a little a part of it. Let's listen to some songs. So we did, and there was like one song out of four or five that I listened to that I was like, oh, I dig that. Um, that would have been fun. Then I see all these pictures. Oh, enjoying the concert. I had FOMO because it looked incredible. The setup looked great. Vaught Hemingway, like, I haven't seen a concert in Vaught Hemingway, I don't think, ever. And I've been around, I mean, I've been on this earth for 37 oh, years. Oh, yeah, yeah, I haven't either. Have it they ever? incredible. I don't know. But no, I, they had to have. Yes, there has to have been. But I mean, like old Vaught Va Hemingway, obviously. Yeah, but it looked great. And I went, man. Oh, I, I was gonna say, not to interrupt you, but I was gonna say the way it looked, that sets up Oxford, the the town of Oxford, for more acts to come. Exactly. I would think because yeah. it looked it looked phenomenal, it looked incredible. And I'm I'm having bad FOMO, even though I knew nothing about this dude. And a bunch of people, including my uh, daughter's current fourth grade teacher, was there last night. So she has to get up at like five in the morning because teachers are tortured. And, uh, you know, the next morning, and he didn't even play? I mean, this is messed up. What are you doing? Get out there. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Scene. You just Here's what you do. You get up. You, you, you know, you, you use the facilities. Yeah. You, you know, probably a number two. 
They probably did them you, up in uh in the end of you, this. That's a nice hotel, you know. You get you, and those are nice bathrooms too. You yep. get you a black, you get you a black coffee. Yep. And then you go right down the road, and you go to McDonald's. You get you a couple hash browns. Make them greasy as shit. Maybe a breakfast burrito. Maybe a McGriddle. Bacon, egg, and cheese. You 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 jam that down your hole. Give it about an hour. Hit, hit the bathroom. Hit the bathroom one more time. Hot shower. Boom. Yeah. That's and if your voice right is there. still scratchy, that's when you you pour some whiskey and honey down there. <laughs> and Dude, what are you doing? I was I was talking to some buddies last night about it, and as a you know a a thirty something white man, we 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 got around to the conversation of man, you remember when Dave used to do those thousand night <laughs> tours, and he would just get those steroid shots right into his vocal cords. Dave, man, Dave. Dave's got Dave's got that dog in him. Just give me those shots right into my vocal cords. Say what you want to about Dave, but Dave always performed. So, yeah, I hate to laugh at the expense of others because it is a bummer because there's a lot of people that were were let down. But come on, man. Maybe he'll come back and do a free show. Morgan Wallen, you're not the GOAT, man. Britney Spears (laughs) is still kicking, and we still has this devoted, committed fan base. My wife and I went to Vegas to see her, Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. You're toxic. I'm taking under. Didn't sing a lick of it. Had one of the best times of my life. That's why she's a goat. One of the greatest pop singers of all time. Because when the dirt hits the road, by God, Brit gets out there and does the damn thing. It's Britney, bitch. And she she's, does it. And what did you do, Morgan Wallen? Oh, you, you got a little hungover at the at the lyric or at the library. And you just couldn't recover, man. Where do we? Where That's do a we typical think weekend was. in Oxford. That's what we know. We know he wouldn't rush well in Oxford because you know he can't <laughs> hold his liquor, can't hold his mad dog. Where? Where do we think he went? Oh God, I just had a, I just threw up in my mouth when you oh, said God. mad dog. Murphs, <laughs> the ghost of Murphs. I don't know the the ghost of the gin. I don't know where he went. I used to go to Pearl so you, Street. You want to hear? You want to hear a uh, rumor mill? slash sec conspiracy theory yes so i haven't confirmed it Uh uh-oh and i just i just checked the old instagram machine to see if there were any stories posted because it was on instagram stories it's true i think oh no 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 post from the actual show so the rumor is that olivia dunn the like nil queen you know fantastic gymnast at lsu was in town oh oh okay you know like her 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 on three nil valuation is is like i think the closest to to Bronny. i think um <laughs> i mean she's like a ridiculous gymnast at lsu the rumor is she was in town is okay. this an lsu sabotage no the rumor was the rumor was she was in town and that they might have crossed paths no Wait, could this be an amorous amorous connection? (laughs) Could this be an LSU almost rivalry where she was sent to sabotage the Sunday show? God, Zach, you just opened up a can of worms that, quite frankly, we don't even have the time to cover. Holy cow. I'm just going to assume that it just means more, Ben. I'm just going to assume that Morgan Wallen is a lightweight and he just didn't respond well to his first weekend in Oxford. Hey, it happens to the best of us, but a lot of people paid money to watch you sing your little bubblegum country songs, and uh, 
They were left disappointed on Sunday, and I feel bad for them, and that sucks. Come back and play a pre-show like in Nashville. Do it in the Grove. Yeah, like come back and run it back and and give a free show. I saw Nappy Roots for free. It was awesome. You know, as Dean Ziegler would say, it's your first ASME, you know? That's a Cedar Rapids reference for anybody that's not familiar with the 2011 comedy film. Deep, deep cut. I hated Cedar Rapids. But I don't hate Morgan Wallen. I resent the fact that he let people sit there till 9 p.m. who had work the next day and not sing nothing for him. Nothing? Nothing? See, that tells me that he was trying to buck up and and get into gear. Oh, okay. All right, well, that gives him the benefit of the doubt. All I know is I saw Garth in concert. He's not Garth, period. Because Garth would have stormed that stage, calling Baton Rouge in Oxford, Mississippi, and have been great. But Morgan Wiley can't handle his liquor in Oxford, Mississippi. That was the best of us, but we're not, uh, you know, multi-million dollar or whatever famous country singer. So get out there and sing at the Body Boys Stadium. Looked like a fun weekend in Oxford. Of course, the results weren't there. LSU sweeps Ole Miss baseball. And Sunday's game was just the perfect capper to this shit Sunday. Perfect. I'm just uh, sorry. You just uh, triggered um, some. Uh, I, ju- I just remembered that we actually <laughs> went to see Garth here in Nashville, and the show Man. got rained out, and he canceled it. What? Oh, dude, it sucked. So we were at Nissan. Um, what? Oh, it was at Nissan. Well, I was going to say, like, how does it get rained out at Bridgestone yeah. Arena? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is Garth, baby. It's got to be a stadium. So we get in there. It's it's a perfect night. Like, you know, babysitter had been locked up or been locked in for two weeks. We got everything set up. We go with like three other couples and we get there. The openers are all like Grand Ole Opry OGs. Oh yeah. It's great. And, um, most amazing concert I've ever been to outside of Britney Spears in Vegas. And so I can't even remember who it was. I mean, it was like a, a, a big name and I'm run back up the aisle and, and go get some more, some more cold beer and, Come back and sit down and then a couple sprinkles here and there. And, you know, I look up and I'm like, ah, oh, it's no. not going to rain. It's going to blow through. And then it starts just, I mean, the sky just lights up. Just well, okay. Okay. Garth isn't the goat either then. I mean, and that sounds well, sacrilege to say, but hold on. Hold on. No, now. no, 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 no. This isn't on Garth. Cause look. Okay. They, We're giving Garth, like, Garth an excuse. We're excusing. Well, no, cause well, hold on. So then it's like, all right, like everybody, you know, you know, leave your seats, get into the concourse. Um, you know, it's lightning, so we have a delay. So we're in the concourse. I mean, this is, you know, I can't remember Nissan's capacity, but it's over, it's close to 70. And so we're just crammed in the concourse, and then just the bottom absolutely falls out. And so it is just dumping rain for about an hour and a half. Yeah, there's and nothing so it, so we're just sitting there waiting, like drinking, and like, all right, well, maybe it'll blow through, and then we can keep going. And then it comes across, you know, the screen and the speakers and everybody starts getting, you know, text alerts that it's, it's shows canceled. So me and the other, you know, three guys end up having to sprint to the cars in the pouring down rain to get the cars and come back and pick up all the, the wives. And then I guess it was a week or two later that he ended up saying he wasn't going to come back. Dang. So, yeah, that was a bummer. So yeah, Goats literally push through. Goats figure it out. I went to the Super Bowl, <laughs> Peyton's first Super Bowl, playing the Bears, won it in the rain. And I was I'm a Cowboys fan. My my dad and my brothers just loved Peyton. So we go to the Super Bowl and I'm you wearing went Cowboys to an fan. actual Super Bowl. 
I've been to two. Yeah. Whoa. So I was at the Super Bowl. Big shot. In, in Miami. It's pouring down rain. Prince plays the halftime show, the king of friggin' pop. You saw plays, Oh, my God. Purple rain in the rain. How is that not your best show ever? It was in a it was a religious experience. It was amazing. It was perfect. So Morgan, sorry, my friend. Prince, he played on the show must go on. All right. In some capacity. Either handle your liquor or just get out there, at least say, hey, sorry, guys. Or hey, I, my, my voice is sore. I can't go on. Well, Mississippi people are forgiving. Ole Miss people are forgiving. They'd be like, oh, it's okay, Morgan. You're great. Awesome. See, I think that's that's what I've been telling people. Like, if he had just come out there yeah. and just been like, "Hey, you guys, you guys, look," it, it would have been perfect for Ole Miss and for Oxford. He's like, "Hey, there's no doubt that you guys, you guys win the party." Exactly. And I'm just, and I'm hungover, but I'm gonna power through for everybody. Or and just dude, nobody, play, play nobody would have cared if nobody. he lip synced. Say, "Hey, guys, look, I can barely get it through, but we're gonna jam out tonight for about an hour and a half. It's fine." Uh, I did have another friend that had a had a great idea. He was like, what they should have done is as soon as he canceled DJ Mario, they should have made all like apparently beers were 18 bucks. So like put a, you know, slash that price in half. Mixed drinks were, I think, 20 slash that in half and get DJ Mario. And then just play play music and let people get hammered. That would be great. Then I had another another buddy that had a great idea. It was like, dude, just throw up the the last couple innings of the national championship game in Omaha on the on the jumbotron. Oh man, great idea! And then, or, or just anything like put up a a, a hype video or or you know a, a you know a quick the cut up of some football stuff. DJ Mario performs every weekend at the library. I don't know if he still does at the library sports bar and grill. Go get what DJ is... Mario on us. I'm assuming because the bars are closed on Sunday night on his what off was... night. And DJ Mario or entertain them. Yeah. And then cut all the uh the alcohol prices in half and you'll have a party. What was his his catchphrase? In the meantime, in, in the between meantime, time. Between time. Yeah. Love that. But in hey, the meantime, between time, um, yeah. Ole Miss lost three more games in baseball. That's just whatever. But recruiting, there was a lot that was happening this week, and specifically in basketball, Jamarion Sharp, the massive transfer center forward from Western Kentucky, the tallest man in college basketball. I was I was laughing so hard because we, we were both trying to confirm that he was in town, and I was like, why is it so hard for someone to confirm that a seven-foot-four person is in Oxford? Yeah, but we, um, we did it. We did it, and he was in town. I know he posted he posted some some photo shoot pics, but uh, this, this the growing... Can't get out the weekend without the photo shoot pics. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to do it for the, for the clout. For the, you got to do it for the likes. Um, the likes. The growing sentiment is that Tyler Perry is leaning to Kansas State. Um, couple predictions went through. I actually put one in low confidence level because I think he's still waiting to see what a couple other people are doing because he's kind of, I think, a top three of Texas, Kansas State, and Ole Miss. So he's waiting to see, you know, because look, Portal, you get your your one free transfer. So you got to make sure that you make it count. You're not going to go somewhere where you're having to, you know, share the rock. So he's wanting to go play somewhere. I think the uh, the Marquise Noel, you know, heir apparent is a pretty enticing offer to go play for Jerome Tang in Kansas State. And they just had a phenomenal year. Went from, you know, preseason last in the Big 12 to, to winning it and, and getting really close to the Final Four. Um, 
So I think Austin Nunez is going to be the next one to pop, the next domino yeah. to fall. Yeah, I think Speared. So. Um, and watch us be completely wrong, but I feel like that's the one that's the. Closest. I feel pretty confident about that one. They they've been locked in with him um, since he got in, and, really. Yeah, I mean Chris Beard's been been on him since he was at Texas. He recruited him incredibly hard, tried to get him there, and um, was un- unable to do so. But then as soon as he got in the portal, it was very clear that Ole Miss wanted him in the worst way. Um, he wrapped up his official visit earlier last week, and I think that um, he's set to announce at some point soon. Might be while we're doing this show. Uh, but yeah, I think they're kicking the tires for sure on both. Jamarian Sharp and and Musa Cisse, two um, I would say similar bigs. Both are rim protectors, rebounders first, but both can you know one is seven four, so you'd think he can score with some ease because he's so big. And then Cisse is 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 probably a little more athletic, a little more agile, but um, yeah, both are you know defensive. Rim runners can not only protect the rim, but can gobble up some rebounds. Um, and then after that, I mean, I think they're going to continue to to look around. Um, I, I saw this morning um, Adam Zagoria of – I can never remember who he's with. Oh, he's with the uh, New York Times now. There you go. Um, yeah. Uh, NC State uh, forward Deucen Mahorchik. I think I got that right. Yeah, it's close enough. Um, they've reached out to him, so they're going to continue to, to you know, comb the portal, all that good stuff. But yeah, I mean, obviously the guys that make it to campus and uh, Cisse, to my knowledge, has not yet been on the campus of Ole Miss, at least since he's been in the portal. Um, I'm assuming that they're working on getting him to come in for a visit. But uh, but yeah, so Brandon Murray. It, it seems like it's forgotten because it it's already, you know, the news cycle these days is pretty quick, but he was a uh, very good pickup that I think will play immediately. Uh, has a good chance to start because of the, vers- the, the position versatility and the athleticism. But yeah, I think Nunez, uh, and then they would obviously love to add someone like, like Tyler Perry as well, because he's a, a proven bucket getter who, as I wrote, couple pieces on uh almostspirit.com i think it frees up someone like matthew morell to really kind of start playing like who i think he will be at the nba level or professional level just a guy that can spot up hit some threes get to his spots and then just kind of free him up to to really have some straight line drives create off the bounce and and kind of take the pressure off of him because he was having to do everything Last year, he was having to, you know, bring the ball up, run the offense. Um, I think that if you can get a guard like an Austin Nunez and or Tyler Perry, that frees him up to to be kind of an off ball, you know, come off screens and uh, hit some shots. You ready to play some percentages? Sure. All I don't right. think Austin I have a choice, Nunes. so let's do it. You, you don't. You don't. Austin Nunez, <laughs> I'm saying 82% right now, I feel. He'll end up at Ole Miss. What about you? 82. 82. Um, I feel pretty good. I'd probably I'd probably go up to 90. Yeah. We feel good about him. 
Yeah, I, I would I would venture to say that it's done and it's a matter of getting a an edit or some kind of video put together. Tyler Perry. Probably 45%. I was going to say 51%. <laughs> Here's the fun one, the tricky one. Jamarion Sharp. I mean, right now I'd probably say 50 just because I think they are going to see who else is out there, who else yeah, is interested. Depends. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, he showed up, he was on campus, he was with Chris Beard, um, which I don't know if you've noticed this, but it seems like Jamin Brakefield is kind of the, the Robin to Chris Beard's Batman right now with recruits coming in. It's anytime recruits are out on the town or doing anything, Brakefield's with them. Yeah. He's leaning into it. The whole, um, embracing Chris Beard thing. He's done that since day one. There was I never also, really a concern. I know he got into the portal, but that one was pretty much done. I mean, a couple of days after Chris Beard arrived, they had a conversation and yeah. he stuck and he's really embraced Chris Beard and the program reset arguably more than anyone else. Hi, this is Kevin Kessinger, former Ole Miss baseball player, son of Ole Miss Hall of Famer Don Kessinger, and dad to Ole Miss All-American shortstop Gray Kessinger, and your local community banker with BNA Bank. BNA Bank has invested 125 years in our communities, and we know the needs of North Mississippi businesses better than anyone. As a commercial lender with BNA Bank, my priority is Oxford, and I'd love to help you and your business with any lending needs. Visit www.bnabank.com to learn more. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I do wonder also if this is, it could be both. Like he could just, you know, be all in and like, hey, like, come play for this guy. He's a hell of a coach. But I think it also could be maybe a little like Chris Beard is, you know, hey, look at my guy Jamin over here. He went to Duke. He was a he was a five star, and now he's here at Ole Miss. He wants to play here. Like he could have, you know, stayed at Duke or gone anywhere else, and he chose to come here. No, it's so both. maybe there could yeah. be a little little bit of you know could be a little bit of that angle. Yeah. So I know people are people are clamoring. People are getting a little you know a little anxious. Why aren't there any more movement in the portal? I think it's just they're they're taking their time, and then also like you know he's still working on getting his staff put together. Um, you know, Cinco Boone. Uh, took a job with Abilene Christian, so he's he's not in Oxford anymore. Um, there's some rumors out there about some other names, um, so we'll see probably the next week, two weeks, um, see how things go in, in terms of putting the staff together. I, I get the feeling more and more that Win Case is probably going to stick around for at least a year. Looking um, that way. Just to kind of help with the transition and probably navigating – well, I, I think it's more than that. I think with Cinco Boone, he's going to be an on-floor assistant with his new place. He's not coming to Ole Miss now. He's going to be off the floor for Chris Beard on his staff. On the floor would be Wes Flanagan, um, Al Pinkins, and potentially Win Case. Either way, Win's going to be uh, a lead recruiter for them, I think, because as of last week, as sources it can get, he was still working for Ole Miss until they told him not to work, and Chris Beard has not told him not to work anymore. Hasn't yeah. told him to stop. And so he's, he's been be- with them whenever they host anybody. He's been with them. Yeah. So Wynn's awesome. Wynn's just a great people person. And he's one of those guys that you want to retain if possible because he's going to be coveted by other places because of his ability to connect with people. Probably going to be an instrumental part of the pursuit of Musa Sise because he recruited him previously. 100%. Yeah. High school at, at Lausanne in Memphis. So, yes, that's what I'm saying. I, you're kind of waiting to see where you stand with both of them. Yeah, I mean, they're still in the evaluation phase, I think. So I would put with Jamarion Sharp, 44%. And that's pretty high because I think everybody else is below Ole Miss right now because he's visited. Yeah, and I, I also wonder, um, you know, I, Jamarion Sharp played at Western Kentucky. I, I know Kentucky has some interest. I'm, I'm waiting to hear back from a couple couple sources inside the network that, that cover Kentucky if he's like an actual legitimate target for John Calipari. Um, Kentucky's got an interesting offseason ahead of them. Sure, but they just <laughs> they just reloaded again. Yeah. Um, but Big Blue doesn't have patience, man. They don't. But I mean, this is probably one of the most talented groups they've got coming in. Um, but he's got to win. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but uh, I mean, they're gonna just quickly forget about this season and remember, oh. That's right. We have the number one ranked recruiting class coming in. I mean, they've got yeah, that's, the number that's two cool. overall player, the yeah. number four overall player, the number five overall player, the number no, 10. No, I'm not saying that they were going to fire John Calipari, but like this is the most important offseason for him in his Kentucky tenure to date because they want to fire him. He's bringing in the best class in the country, but in the portal, he has to hit to, and mesh it all together because this team cannot not make the tournament, be a one or two seed and make it far. Like it has I mean, to be good. I think they'll move on if if they don't. Could this could this be one where they run it back like they did with John Wall and 
and Anthony Davis on them. I mean, you've got God. spoiler alert: the number one ranked class per on three's national rankings. Kentucky, they have a one hundred percent blue chip rating. <laughs> they have that's five just, commits. That's like video four, numbers, man. I mean, they have four five star plus signees and one four star. Um, Justin Edwards, six seven small forward. DJ Wagner Jr., which God, that makes me feel old every time I say it. Um, six three combo guard Aaron Bradshaw. Which, by the way, did you know that DJ Wagner and Aaron Bradshaw played on the same high school team? Oh, good lord! Yeah, Aaron Bradshaw seven one. Their losses had to be in single digits. Had to be. Uh, yeah, I, Robert Dillingham's a combo guard. He's another five star plus guy, and then Reed Shepherd's bringing up the caboose for this signing class, and he's the. <laughs> 38th overall player. He's a 6'3 combo guard. So, um, just a talented wing that would start anywhere. uh, Yeah. So, I I know that, you know, they're clamoring more Final Fours. They want to be more nationally relevant. They still are nationally relevant, but, you know, they want to be in that upper echelon again, getting to Final Fours and being, you know, competitive for a national title. Um, this is the, this is the signing class to do it because these guys aren't going to hang around for three years. So, um, but yeah, so I, I I'm curious. Like I, I I just got word um, from somebody in the network. They don't believe that Jamarian Sharp is a legit candidate to go to Kentucky. Um, now it could change, but I think at this point he's not a take for Cal Perry because of that signing class. I mean, that's what five guys right there that are going to be on the roster. Gonna yeah, at picky. the end of the day, you're hard cats at thirteen. Um. Now, Damian Collins is another guy that was a five-star McDonald's All-American. He got in the portal. I think he's going back home. Um, Where is he I from? Posted, he's from Texas. He, I posted it in the, in the thread over the weekend. Um, Chris Beard recruited him out of high school, but his um, father tragically, unexpectedly passed away right before the season started. Oh, and um, Calipari's talked about it a lot. I mean, it really, really, you know, you know, as it should really messed him up mentally and he was not the same. And I think he's going to go back closer to home just to be close to family. Um, yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, yeah, so I, I don't think he would be a legitimate target for Ole Miss just because I don't, I think he's going to go back to Texas. Um, but yeah, the, the portal is going to continue to turn and there's going to be some targets that pop up here and there. But right now I think you're, if you're an Ole Miss fan, you're focusing on Jamarian Sharp, Austin Nunez, Tyler Perry, and Musa Cisse. Yeah, and I would rank them if I had ranked choice as far as who Ole Miss is in best position to land. Number one is Austin Nunez. Number two is Jamarion Sharp. Number three, Tyler Perry. Number four, Musa Cisse. That's what I would say. Yeah, because the top two been on campus. Ole Miss sources feel pretty confident. And then Tyler Perry, who has been on campus but is leaning Kansas State, and then Cisse has yet to – take an official to Ole Miss. So that could change. But uh, for now, I think it's, uh, you know, kind of a wait and see. And, and you know, they got to, you know, feel that one out. Like, is this a legitimate – are you legitimately interested in Ole Miss? If not, <clears throat> we're going to move on sharp. Yeah. What did you think of Deshaun ended up at Jackson State? That seemed about right. Yeah, I mean, that – since the, since the knee injury. He has to, like, rediscover and retrain his knee, that explosion that made him uh, compensate for his short height. He's not the same. It's a good it's a good spot for him. Go drop down a, a level. He could play two years and get fully healthy and then be back to where he was. Yeah. Closer to home. Closer to his uh closer to his to his kid. 
I know that that was tough on him. Um, but yeah, he's, it's just unfortunate because he was the first McDonald's all American signed out of high school. He was awesome. I remember somebody told me, and it wasn't an Ole Miss person, um, but a reputable basketball person I talked to all the time was evaluating Deshaun when he was coming in Ole Miss. He said, man, I'm telling you, if he was six foot, just six foot, he'd be a lottery pick in the draft. I mean, he, when I, I went to the, the Iverson classic, me and my dad went and we, uh, got there early enough. Now, this is where the uh, the old credential comes in hand, but the line was just ridiculous, wrapped around the the building at Bartlett High School. And I told my dad, I was like, we're not waiting in that line, come on. So I walk up and I was like, hey, media, like, you know, check in, where's that? And they're like, oh, you're good, just come in. And so I was like, oh, he's with me, like pointing to my dad. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're good. So we got in early, got down, you know, courtside basically. And we were right behind the bench that actually Deshaun Ruffin's team was on. And so it was coached by Rashid Wallace and, um, oh my God, Steven Jackson. Oh, wow. And okay. so we were basically sitting right behind them. And, Both um, involved in Malice at the Palace. Yeah. How about that? Well, you know. Which, man, for, for sneakerheads out there, I, it still blows my mind that Rashid Wallace played in, in Air Force Ones because those things are like, cement blocks but terrible anyway. on your feet so your... we're sitting there and like during timeouts you know Rashid and steven jackson are just kind of sitting there chilling and um i love steven jackson one of my favorite nba players ever sorry it has nothing to do with anything and and so at some point they just kind of end up turning around and talking and chatting to people and then they saw the the media credential and just kind of small talk and then i was like yeah you know i cover Ole miss i'm here to check out Deshaun ruffin and man both of them glowing reviews you know, oh man, work ethic and practice. He didn't, you know, hardly missed a shot all week. They're like, we love that kid. And they said the same thing. They're like, if he was six one, six two, like Ole Miss wouldn't get him. Um, so yeah, it's unfortunate because I, I just feel like he's never gonna be the same player because that's what set him apart and just really, you know, closed the gap with that height disadvantage was he was yeah. just so quick off the bounce and could really elevate for his jump shot. And then, I mean, it happened in the Iverson Classic. I mean, that was like Chet Holmgren's class. Like, he was able to get to the rim and, and finish with guys like that. And, um, yeah, it's it's a bummer because he would have been fun to watch for, for three or four years at Ole Miss. But um, I think he'll land on his feet there and, and get back to get back to at least somewhat close to how he was before the injury. Well, there's a lot that happened that resulted in Kermit Davis losing his job and these guys, you know, combining to win seven SEC games over the last two years in the regular season. There's a lot that went wrong. But I mm -hmm. think what was the death knell, what was the fatal blow? Deshaun getting hurt. Because Deshaun was the program. And, and we kind of forget that. And once well, I think, I think down, to my point, to my point earlier about freeing up Morrell, I think Ruffin did that. Yeah. And he was emerging yeah. when he got hurt. Like he was playing so well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he was balling out in that LSU game when he got hurt. Yeah, I mean, he was, he was a guy that, that elevated everyone else around him because yeah. of how he played and how he attacked on the offensive yeah. end. And once you lost him, it was over. Yeah. So it's a fitting end to an unfortunate, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. they went to the NCAA tournament to determine them in, in their first year in 2018. Now, they started 14-2 and two that year and then lost a bunch of games, ended up 20-14, and 14, got blown out in the NCAA tournament, and were never the same again. It was just a downhill, like a constant downhill fall after 14 and two. But they got close. Yeah. Jarkel putting it on, 
and almost beaten LSU in the SEC tournament. That almost got them to the tournament. They had a lot of yeah. close, but not good enough. Deshaun was supposed to be the the turning point, one way or the other. It, it, like Kermit had said it to me, like in passing, he's like, "Look, man, I'm sink or swim with this guy. This is a lottery pick. You know, if he's tall, he's not tall. He's still, you know, a guy that's going to play in the NBA potentially. His height was a problem. He's five seven, five eight. Yeah." But he's like, look, man, we're going to sink or swim with him because he's a next-level player that's hard to get at Ole Miss. And now you're seeing Chris Beard try to get five Deshaun's. We haven't seen the commitment yet. Brandon Murray is a great player. But Brandon Murray's not – you know, Deshaun, before he got hurt, and considering his, his height, he was still a next-level player. Brandon Murray, I don't know how many next-level traits he has. He's a, a great player and a glue player and he's going to be great for Ole Miss next year. But – what we we're waiting to see is whether or not Chris Beard can get that because he's done it everywhere else. He did it at uh, Texas, Texas Tech. He's going to get good players, but Ole Miss is one of the most challenging places as far as Power Five to get that kind of quality of player throughout your roster from one to thirteen. Mm-hmm. And we still haven't seen that yet. I mean, I had somebody or somebody asked both of us today in our Twitter mentions any updates on Jamarion Sharp. It's from Philip Dixon. Well, what we know is that. Ole Miss is recruiting him. He came into town. We feel like Ole Miss has got real momentum there. They absolutely are trying to add a five, but we don't know because um, they're also recruiting Musa Sise, right? And at Ole Miss, you're like, oh, just take whichever one wants to come in the old days. Well, Chris Beard doesn't operate that way. He wants to build the best possible roster. He would take both of them right now. He's trying to get both of them. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It's just a different yeah. thing. So uh, whether or not Chris Beard's able to pull it off, at Ole Miss, past track record for both school and coach, that remains to be seen. But um, at least the early returns as far as who he's targeting and who he's getting on campus, that's really encouraging. Now you want to start to see some things pop. And what I feel like is about to pop is Austin Nunes, but you need like two or three more, four more after that um, Mm -hmm. in pretty short order because you're trying to build a full roster here. Long-winded way of saying they've got two to three that they are closely monitoring and yes. or feel good about. Are we are we officially on commitment watch? With Nunez, sure. Okay. I guess we could be with Talaperi, but maybe not on Ole Miss commitment watch. So you um, still think Kansas State's got the um, inside track for him? As of right now at 1044 a.m. Central Time, Monday, April 24th, yes. Okay. Which is, you know, this is just the world we live in now, but currently <laughs> – on his official visit to Ole Miss, and then Kansas State is surging in his recruitment. It's bizarre. Um, I think that the... typically means that it was already well down the line once he got in. He was already headed to Kansas State, and Ole Miss gave him something to think about, which is big, but Ole Miss wasn't a real consideration. I think it's notable that Ole Miss got him to come on campus at Ole Miss and cancel his Alabama visit. Alabama went, was, you know, was a top seed last year, top four seed, right? So the fact that you had that kind of movement, still, you want to see some guys pop. That's what what you haven't gotten yet as far as Chris Beard at Ole Miss, other than Brandon Murray. He's a great player, but you need a lot of Brandon Murrays for this roster right now, <laughs> like a lot of them. And the only one I feel really confident about right now, truly confident, is Austin Nunes. That's it. Yeah. Even with the Jamarion Sharp, Jamarion Sharp and Tyler Perry coming on campus, I only feel good right now, and that can mean nothing at all. But as of today... I only feel truly confident about Austin Nunes. And even that, we don't feel 100% mm-hmm. confident. I still gave him an 82 percentage. Yeah, and 
the player in question here in terms of Tyler Perry is Max Admus, the Oral Roberts point guard. I think it's he's waiting to see if he chooses Texas or Kansas State. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Right now, I think the Longhorns have the edge. So using some deductive reasoning here, I think if he chooses Texas, then Tyler Perry will choose Kansas State. Anything happened this weekend as far as big developments recruiting-wise in football transfer portal recruiting that you think is notable? Um, Truly notable. As in, hey, man, there's some real Ole Miss movement here. Well, they offered um, Eddie Kelly an edge from South Florida. Ole Miss previously recruited him out of high school. A uh, versatile athletic dude. Played tight end in high school as well. And um, they extended an offer to him, I believe it was Friday. Randall Joyner offered him. As we discussed last week, they are looking to bolster the front seven, add more bodies, some guys that can be an impact. Um, 6'5", 230-pounder. Um, was pretty impactful for a very bad South Florida Bulls football program. But... um. They are recruiting him, so I would say that that is certainly notable. And then I posted it in the uh, recruiting thread today. Uh, another offensive line target to keep an eye on for Ole Miss uh, football. And, man, Ben, are you ready for this name? Oh, you know I love a good name. Jaden Muskrat. Love that. Hell yeah. I'm mad I didn't think Pol- of that. But you remember back when you used to play <laughs> NCAA football? And you do your recruiting, land the number one team in the country for Ole Miss. And it would always be generic names, right? Like John Smith, Paul Daniel. That's not the generic. But you get what I'm saying. Whatever generic name, John Smith's the only one I can ever think of. And you change the name. Like something Muskrat would have been dope. Like is your quarterback been awesome. Yeah, I mean, just a phenomenal name. Um, Ozzy Muskrat. So, yeah, he's from uh, Tulsa. When the new college football game comes out, my first quarterback at Ole Miss will be Cozy Muskrat. Cozy Muskrat. Um, Yeah, so he's from Tulsa. um, Got an offer from Ole Miss on Friday. And then um, took an official visit to Auburn, which former Tulsa head coach Philip Philip Montgomery is their new OC. Um, So that makes a ton of sense there. He's also hearing from Penn State, Arkansas, South Carolina, and Purdue. He's originally from Arkansas. Um, and then, you know, there's a the pool there of Sam Pittman, who is the coach at Arkansas, is a big offensive line guy. So um, Emmanuel Pregnan, the, uh, probably the number one guy on the board for a lot of people, the offensive guard from uh, Wyoming. He is uh, hearing from just about everybody right now, but Ole Miss is working on getting him in town for a visit and then still working on Anthony Campbell as well, the uh, – Six seven edge from Louisiana Monroe. Uh, so not really anything notable over the weekend. Uh, we talked about it on the uh thread uh over the weekend. Talking about good names, probably the best name is Storm Duck. Yes. From uh Penn State. Just an absolute badass. Just like the coolest name ever. Storm Duck. He uh, got into the portal after spring practice wrapped up in State College, Pennsylvania. Uh, we'll see. I did talk with um, 
somebody in the network that covers Penn State, and they said that they were kind of shocked that he got into the portal. They don't really know what he's doing right now um, in terms of where he could end up, but he is back on uh, on the board for a lot of people. Uh, originally signed with North Carolina out of high school, was a uh, all-ACC performer there for the Tar Heels. And um, he would certainly be a good pickup, six foot, 195, played a lot of power five football. Um, so could be a potential name. I've heard rumors that Ole Miss could be interested there. You've heard the same. Um, so that's something to keep an eye on because they've lost some corners to the portal. Still don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun Gaddy. So they might be looking to uh, fill that as well. It just depends on whether or not Storm Duck can play immediately. If he can't, Ole Miss isn't going to recruit him. But, yes, he would be a, a person of interest for Ole Miss, a portal recruit of interest for Ole Miss if he would be able to play. Because he transferred to uh, Penn State from North Carolina, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so he already used his one-year penalty-free transfer. I believe he would be a grad he, transfer. As he grad tra- – okay, so if he's a grad transfer, he's, then yes. He's from the 2019 class, so I would think that – I don't know. If he got into UNC – I venture to guess that he's pretty good at, at the academic stuff. But I don't know is what I'm saying. But we don't so, know. Um, having said I don't know, acknowledge that I don't know, don't know. As long as he can come in and step in and play immediately, yes, that's a player that Ole Miss is going to be pursuing. I know that. Yes. Yeah. Well, I sent you the name, man. Yeah. but I, I, I You got to do your follow-up stuff. I know. Heard some rumblings elsewhere. I don't know. I know. We'll see. I don't necessarily feel great about it, but I do think a cornerback will be um, one of the most – critical positions that Ole Miss will be recruiting to in this portal window. They have to get going. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And also, like, with the position coach change, I think Kenoto Hudson might be looking for a little bit different style than what Sam Carter looked for. How so? What do you mean? What kind of style change are we talking about here? Well, I mean, they probably just, you know, maybe a little bit specific things they look for in players. Where, like... It seemed like over the the course of Sam Carter's tenure, they were looking for like long, tall guys, and now Kenoto Hudson might want something. He might he might hold uh you know some kind of trait or skill a little bit higher regard. Uh, you know he might be a guy like hey I don't care I don't care what you look like you can play you can play. Um, yeah, I'll tell you this about Hudson. Um, he's not like you can't play under Hudson without knowing that you're going to get an ass chewing. I mean, my guy was out there every spring practice just laying into these dudes. And I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying that he coaches hard. So you're maybe right. Like, you have to have – you have to be super competitive. Or maybe he looks for guys that compete their ass off, you know? Yeah. Sorry for saying all the bad words today. Before I get my first one-star review, Ben, to clean up your mouth. I can already see it. So I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Yeah, it's fine. I'm going to hell. That really wasn't that bad of a word. I don't think that word's even bleeped on television anymore. Really? The only things bleeped on television are asshole, the B word, and the F word. See, I was going to say, I feel like sometimes when asshole is said, they bleep out whole. Yeah, which makes no sense. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Kanoto Hudson, NFL draft is this week, Thursday. Uh, one of his former pupils is still mocked to go in the top 10, Devon Witherspoon, corner out of Illinois. Um, so six foot 180 guy. So, yeah, maybe he's not 
Maybe he's not the, you know, he's not going to be falling in love with six two, six three guys. Maybe he just like, look, I don't care. If you can play, you can play. You can come yes. out here and play for me. So, yeah. Um, what old yeah, is going to we'll, get corners? Do you see where Jonathan Mingo last week was mocked? I think it was Peter Schrager from like uh, NFL Network. Second round? No, first round. What? Yeah. No way. I, mean, I swear, Adam is a first rounder. And if you look yeah. at his RAS score, he's better in almost every category than AJ Brown. Do you know what RAS score is? Oh, I do not. It's your relative athletic score. It's basically compo- uh, it's a composite score for your height, weight, bench, 40, 20, 10, splits, vertical, broad jump, shuttle, and three cone. All right? And in okay. all but one, two categories, he was better than uh, A.J. Brown coming out of college. How about that? Yeah. So on paper, if you're an NFL scout evaluator, we're old Miss people, so – we know that A.J. Brown in college was a, a far superior wide receiver to Jonathan Mingo. But the measurables, they're almost the exact same, both 6'2", 225 pounds. Hand size about the same, arm about the same. They just say, oh, this is the next A.J. Brown coming out of Ole Miss. I hope it works out that way. I have concerns about his separation, but good for Jonathan Mingo because Jonathan Mingo was a four-star coming out of high school, in-state prospect, wanted to come to Ole Miss, came to Ole Miss, stayed through it all. Battled injury, but he's always had next level ability. And we start to look at the numbers like, holy crap. He ran a 40 and 446. AJ ran a 449. His vertical was 39.5. AJ's was 36. And this is AJ, just signed one of the biggest wide receiver contracts in the NFL. Hmm. He shuttled 425. AJ's 425. I mean, they're almost they're identical players on paper. And we always wondered if he was the next A.J. Brown. Can that translate yeah. um, to the next level? I don't know. He's got separation issues. But be watching out for that because we've been talking about on this podcast, not just you and me, but like me and David, about guys that could be drafted, which almost probably will be drafted first this weekend. And Tavius Robinson had a great pre-draft. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of people out there that thought he'd be a top two, three-rounder, which I thought, I mean, that's crazy. He's still raw, six seven, but he's got great traits. Makes sense, but wow, man. Top two, three rounder. Jonathan Mingo mocked in the first round last week. I think he's not making it out of like he's not going to make it to the third. Like there's some there's some NFL scouts out there that believe he could be the most productive of all the drafts wide receivers this year. So be watching out for that this week. What other things, Ole Miss wise, are you watching out for this week before we get out of here? Just in general. Uh, we'll see what the uh, visit list looks like. It's double decker weekend. Um, what what? I know Joseph Cryer texted me this morning and said he will be back in town. Tell the um, people who don't know who that is. Probably, yeah, I'm, I'm, hold on. I'm getting, getting height and weight here. Uh, now, might butcher this. Is it Natchitoches Central High School? Close enough. All right. It's from Louisiana, interior offensive lineman, 6'4", 290. Um, Good size. Oklahoma State, still slight lead. Um, he's taking an official visit there. Um, already, but this is the second trip for him in April. So I think John Garrison is is really making some headway there. Pete Golding chipping in here as well. But um, yeah, three star offensive lineman probably looks probably going to translate to playing guard. Um, but he will be back in town. I'll probably have the full visit list at some point middle of the week. I'll get that to you. When I do, but at yeah, the I mean, that's spirit, be... spirit.com and a fit of on three. Yeah. Subscribe today. Uh, 
I think um, I would imagine they're going to have a big group because the big weekend, um, Oxford will be buzzing regardless of baseball and, and their struggles. It'll still be a great crowd. Three and friggin' 15 after a national championship. Good I mean, just Lord. brutal, brutal loss on Sunday. Oh, my God. At this point, why wouldn't you just shut Hunter Elliott down and get ready for next year? Get him healthy because this is just ugh. I figured that would be what they do. I would but question we'll their judgment if they don't. Any prediction predictions on who the next concert would be? Hmm. We got all summer. Zach Brown Band. That feels like a very Ole Miss concert. I'd go to it. Yeah, I was gonna say it's got to be something that like appeals to a huge audience, like a this that region. Yeah, Zach Brown yeah, Band got... feels very Pontotoc. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like I, you know, you're not gonna get like T Swift or. Or, oh God! Uh, oh God! Know, if like, if they got T Swift, I would call it in every Ole Miss favor I possibly could. The juxtaposition of our household: she will be at Nissan seeing Taylor Swift with all the other Swifties, and I will be in Oxford for the Elite Eleven Regional. Let's go! I'm gonna come to that. Yeah, we're yeah we're gonna hang out. It's been Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit. Ben on Twitter. He's Zach Barry at Zach underscore Barry. We both write for the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and Affiliate of On Three. If you haven't already subscribed, rate, review Talk of Champions on iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. It doesn't matter what you say as long as it's five stars. We'll be back later this week. Thanks, buddy. See you, buddy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.